This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. Hey, you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How are we doing? How are we doing? And welcome to episode 130, episode 130 of the Banner Banter Podcast. I am your host and favorite Boston Celtics season ticket holder, Timmy G. How's everyone doing? I'm fucking miserable. Thanks for asking. But before we begin, uh, I just want to, you know, honor and show my respects to all the men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice serving and protecting our country. Today is Memorial Day, so make sure you honor all the men and women out there who have protected our country for a long, long time. Anyways, you can find me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. And you also know I'm part of the Big Night Media team with some super duper podcasts, Boston Uncommon with Joe Maz, The Marky P Show, 30 Flirty and Surviving, Those Girls You Know, Let's Be Clear with Kayla, Drinks After Work, Eat the Damn Cake, Burnt Toast, I'm the Promoter, He's the DJ, It's Always Something with JD, a new one called Music That You're Missing, Big Night Breaks, and we're sponsored by Manscaped. That's right. All the Big Night Media podcasts are Manscaped pods, and you can go to manscaped.com right now. Use the code BIGNIGHT to get 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who have trusted Manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning, so go over to manscaped.com. They have some great stuff. The Crop Preserver, the Weed Whacker, they got it all. So head over there, use the code Big Night for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, so yeah, second to last podcast of the year, most likely. Um, Celtics get absolutely embarrassed last night in TD Garden in more ways than one. They lose 141 to 126. They're now down three games to one. Uh, against the Brooklyn Nets in round one of the playoff series. The next game is Tuesday night, June 1st, 7.30 p.m. in Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, I really don't have much to say about the game. I'm pretty miserable because that's probably going to be the last time I'm in TD Garden for a Celtics game until September. No, actually probably till October, which absolutely sucks. I hate it sucked not going to all the games this year. It sucked that it was at limited capacity. But actually, here, before I dive deep, let me just say this. It was a very cool atmosphere the first five minutes of the game. It really was. The place was rocking. I was teary-eyed. I loved being back there. You know, as you can hear, my voice is shot. And that was just in the first quarter. Like, if that was a good game, no shot. I'm doing this podcast today. Like, yeah. yeah very cool atmosphere, for sure, for the first few minutes of the game. Uh, I love that the Celtics did a tribute for Mike Gorman. You know, congratulating him on making the Hall of Fame. I love Mike Gorman. You know, if if you follow me on my Instagram page, at Banner Rancher Podcast... It, uh, I did a, you know, I took a picture of them honoring Mike Gorman and, you know, I mentioned like my hero is my dad, like no questions asked, but like 
work-wise, like job-wise, like the job that I've always wanted to have is to be Mike Gorman, to be the play-by-play guy for the Celtics for over 40 years, reliving some of the best moments, telling a story to Celtics fans. Like, I cannot think of watching a Celtics game without listening to Mike Gorman. And Mike Gorman deserves all the credit in the world. But anyways, back to the game. I mean, you're not going to beat the Brooklyn Nets when Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant combined for 104 points. You're just not going to do it. And, like, our big three in this game, you could say, is Evan Fournier, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum, and they combined for 72 of those points, and Tatum had 40 of them. Yikes. Now, Kemba Walker didn't play, the, I guess, the bone bruise on his knee on his left knee i don't know what it doesn't fucking matter what knee it is he has a bone bruise in his knee he didn't play you know shout out to him for trying to play in the last game but kemba hasn't been good in this series at all we can all say that we can all say that he makes way too much money we can all say that you know he the celtics need to get rid of him got to get rid of his contract they need to move on why does he always smile we we could talk about it for 35 minutes but i don't want to I'm miserable, folks. I'm just letting you know. So the thing with Kemba is, even when he's on the floor, it does make the Celtics' offense better. And even if he shoots 3 of 19, it's because people do have to be aware of where he is because he can go off. I mean, he did go off for, I think he scored 30 points in 3 out of 4 games late in the season. And knowing that the Nets only really had to focus on Evan Fournier and Jason Tatum defensively, I mean, that just made it so hard for Tatum, made it so hard for Fournier because the Nets are probably like, all right, Marcus Smart, you know what? Go ahead, beat us. Good luck. And it worked. It really did. I mean, the Celtics' defense was awful. It was so soft. No one was fighting through screens. And I understand Brad probably told them, you know, to switch, but it it just, there was too much switching. I, I get it here and there. I get it's, you know, part of a defensive scheme, all that. But at some point, you had to make it stop. And Brad tried to use his own. It's just nothing was working. I mean, the Nets shot, I think, like 57 or 59% from three. You're not going to win many basketball games. And it doesn't help when, like, Peyton Pritchard gets switched on to Kevin Durant. And he's literally, like, looking at his belly button. And Durant just shoots over him. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And speaking of Kevin Durant, what a generational talent. One of the best scorers to ever do it. But what a fake tough guy, huh? What a fake tough guy he is. Man, just nothing was working last night. You know, I talked about it in episode, the, the last three episodes, 127, 128, 129, don't make dumb fouls. And the Celtics got it going in those first five minutes of the game. They really did. The crowd was rocking. They were making shots. And then Trishan Thompson and Marcus Smart both picked up two fouls each within the first like eight minutes of the game. And then when both Smart and Thompson went off the floor, the Nets went on a 12-3 run, and it was over. You knew it was over. There was no shot. I mean, the Nets made, what, 15 first-half free throws? They took 15, made all 15? God, I would love a team that could make free throws, right? And yeah, I get it. Tatum dropped 40. And to be honest with you, I don't think he was that great. I mean, he didn't score in the second quarter. You're not going to win many games when the only guy who can score, he doesn't score in the second quarter. And I know that's usually Tatum's like rest time, but I think he played like five, at least half of the minutes in the second quarter. And he didn't score. He scored 14 points in the first quarter, and he didn't score anything in the second. And the other thing is, like, the refs were in his head all night. All night. Every single time he lost the ball. 
bitch, moan, got a stupid technical foul, and I think in the second quarter. Maybe it was the first quarter. I mean, to be fair, the offense was actually okay. I mean, balanced scoring all around, 24 assists. They only turned the ball over 11 times. The ball movement was there. Tatum did, you know, pass out of traps and blitzes pretty well for the most part. But, like, the Boston Celtics scoring 126 points is actually good. It's just the Celtics' defense sucks, and the Celtics' defense has sucked all year. And that's why I get so angry at Celtics fans. And this is where I'm I'm about to spiral. And I'll make this quick because I know it's a holiday. I know you don't want to listen to this horrific, like, I just smoked three packs in Newport Light voice. <sighs> Folks, <sighs> listen, I know I'm a little crazy about the Celtics. Borderline obsessive, borderline scary with how much I care about them. I get that. And I know that I watch way more basketball than probably the average Joe. But for all the people that complained about Brad Stevens' offense this year, it blows my mind. The Celtics scoring 126 points is... Very good. Usually when teams score 126 points, it's very good. But when you give up 141 points, it's bad. That's really bad. In the Celtics defense, based on defensive rating, number-wise this year, was the worst it's ever been since Brad Stevens has got here. And the offensive rating, four out of five years, have been in the top 10, including this year. So scoring 126 points is good. It's good. It really is. But giving up 141 is fucking atrocious. Awful. God-awful. And this brings me to the fans. Last night was in... The, the last 96 hours for this entire organization has been awful. Awful. I'm not going to get in the Kyrie stuff because I think it's childish. I think it's ridiculous. I booed him. You know, when he got introduced... He deserves a good boo. He lied at a season ticket holder event. I take that personally. I'm a season ticket holder. Don't lie to us. Okay? Especially if, when he said, if you'll have me back. Of course we'll have you back. You're one of the best basketball players in the world. Of course we'll have you back, you schmuck. But listen, Kyrie Irving owns the Boston Celtics. Owns them. On the court, in their head, off the court, whatever the case may be. Kyrie Irving owns the Celtics. With that being said, him stepping on the logo at half court, childish. Especially for a guy who preaches, can we make this about basketball? And he goes over, puts his foot on the logo, steps on it, and then like squishes it like it's a bug. That pissed me off. With that being said, it doesn't make for that goddamn jabroni kid from Braintree to throw a goddamn water bottle at a professional athlete from 11 or 12 rows up. That type of shit, I know it's just one fan, affects an entire fan base. And that's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. That someone thinks that's okay. I will never understand that for all of my years. Why people flip out on athletes. Like, even at the Patriots game, uh, I think it was actually the same night that Kyrie said, hey, if you'd love to have me back, Tyree Kill got a beer thrown in his face because he scored a touchdown. I don't understand it. You know, Trey Young getting spit on, ugh, it drives me crazy. Now, I know I can't do much because I'm in the last row of the balcony, but if I saw that kid down there and listen, I'm, I'm the biggest wuss in the world. You know, like <laughs> if, if I have a bad golf swing and it tweaks my back, I want to cry. So I'm not here to fight anyone, but I, I'm to, oh my God. Last night, folks, 
I was embarrassed to be a Celtics fan for a couple reasons. Number one, I think people were in that building at 17,000 people to boo Kyrie versus cheer for the Celtics. And you cannot tell me differently. Seriously. There were people in that building who started a We Want Cho- uh, we want Taco chant. I was going to say Chaco. What the hell is Chaco? We Want Taco chant. What During the playoffs, folks, we got to get over this Taco Fall thing. We got to get over these young draft pick things. I... I, I'm, I literally sound like a guy that's like, hey, get off my lawn. But Taco Fall is not a good basketball player. Sure, it's cool that he's eight foot nothing and he can run up the floor and dunk the ball and he's funny. I think Taco is a great kid. He's not a great basketball player. And Romeo Langford, again, cool. He can play defense. That's awesome. The kid sucks. Okay. Carson Edwards, the kid sucks. Grant Williams, the kid sucks, okay? Tremont Waters, adorable, like, cool, fantastic. The Boston Celtics basketball organization is not in is not in a good place right now. Like, you have to think about it. People get so mad when the big three gets, like, created in other areas. Give me three reasons. Actually, you know what? I'll be generous. Give me two reasons why the Celtics would ever get a free agent to come here. Seriously. You lose Kyrie. You lose Al Horford. You lose Gordon Hayward. Most of the NBA players think that the entire city is racist. And most, you know, there's race going on across the country. And I don't want to dive deep into it. Look what Jalen Brown has to say about it. And that was perfectly said. Not a lot of people like Brad Stevens. Okay. Maybe they don't think he's the right coach. Why would you come here? Why would you come here to play basketball? And now you're going to start throwing water bottles and chant for a guy who's not even good at basketball to get on the floor during a playoff game? Disgusting. Man. Last night was a really... I don't know why it's bothering me so much. And maybe I'm overreacting a bit. But last night sucked to be a Celtics fan. It really did. It, like, it was crushing. Like... If the Kyrie Irving shit's over, folks, okay? In, f- in front of 5,000 people, he wasn't that good. In front of 17,000 people, he told every single person there to shut the fuck up. And then stepped on the logo. Kyrie Irving owns the Celtics. Owns the Celtics. Unbelievable. And then people start throwing water bottles and chanting, we want taco. What a joke. Like, do people even care that the Celtics win anymore? Seriously, because I go to Celtics game wanting them to win. And when they don't win, I get pissed. I get bummed. And now people are just like, well, yeah, look at my cool, you know, I had a Kyrie jersey. And now I turn it into a fast PP jersey because of Peyton Pritchard. I'm so like, I don't know. I, I literally sound like an old. I just want the Celtics to win a goddamn championship. I don't give a fuck if Taco Fall plays. I don't care if Romeo Langford is, you know, cool and hip and part of weird Celtics Twitter and all that. I, I just don't care for it. And if ugh. yeah, I'm just, I think I'm going to end the podcast and I'll do another one on Wednesday after they probably lose because I'm being realistic, but Hey, hopefully taco fall plays, but oh, you know what? Just one other quick thing. Listen, Jason Tatum is a, 
soon to be a top 10 player in this league, and that's fantastic. Jalen Brown, very good player. So the Celtics are in better shape than most teams. I know that I mentioned that the Celtics are in a terrible position, but if you go down this lineup, okay, this roster here, tell me what's good about it. Now I'm going to spiral again. Jason Tatum, good. Jalen Brown, good. Tristan Thompson, eh. Marcus Smart, there's only one year left on his deal. So like, Okay, Evan Fournier is a free agent this summer. If Evan Fournier leaves and then Marcus Smart leaves the following year, yikes! Jabari Parker. Uh, okay, sure, yeah, he played nice last night. He scored 10 points, had a bunch of rebounds. Can't defend anyone for the life of him. I think we're all over Shemi. I'm over Grant Williams. Shout out to Aaron Neesmith. Comes in, shoots the lights out. I think there's something there with Aaron Neesmith. And I'm not here to overreact. I All I'm saying is, I think... If you look at all the draft picks the Celtics have gotten over the last few years, Aaron Neesmith has the most potential. Then Luke Cornett. Does anyone give a fuck about Luke Cornett as a player? I'm sure he's a very nice person. I don't care about Taco. Peyton Pritchard finally came to life last night. You know, good for him. Carson Edwards sucks, and Tremont Waters sucks. The Celtics are not in a very good place, and they're getting blown out by three generational all-star first ballot MVP caliber players. And afterwards, they're roasting the organization. Tough night. Tough night to be uh, a Boston Celtics fan, for sure. And I, I, I'm just repeating myself, and I sound like a broken record, but I understand the one kid throwing the water bottle doesn't do the whole fan base, but I saw people chanting, we want Taco in the third quarter when there's still plenty of basketball left to be played. People just don't care about the Celtics winning anymore. It's unbelievable. But yeah, hopefully this brightened your day. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon. Uh, Episode 131 will be out tomorrow. Uh, No, I'm sorry, Wednesday. The Celtics play tomorrow night uh, at 7.30 in Brooklyn, June 1st. Welcome to June. Uh, Thanks again to all the troops on this Memorial Day. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, It's been a great year. Um, And yeah, uh, I think that's it for uh, episode 130 of the Banner Banter Podcast. We'll talk soon. Toodles and noodles. X's and O's. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.